Hey guys, welcome to Redouting, yet another episode. Actually, it is a very special one. This is the last episode of 2021. I hope you've been able to ease into this celebration and season of festivities and ready to welcome 2022. What an amazing year has it been. One full of challenges, trials and tribulations, but definitely a year with a silver lining on this dark cloud. And one of that has been running the show, rerouting for you and with you. So thank you for being part of this journey. And thank you for supporting us along the way. We've loved every minute of this. And to be able to find a community that connects with us and to connect with our stories, it has been an incredible blessing. I started off doing this because I wanted to connect with other parents and find out how do they bring the A-game in their daily lives, given that there's so many balls up in the air at any given point in time. And what came out of that was absolutely amazing. There have been times when Tiffany and I come out of the interview and talk about how deeply moved and inspired we felt while connecting with some of the amazing speakers we've been able to have this on the show. So we've really enjoyed this. I hope um, you've enjoyed listening to this as well. We are going into New Year with bigger and greater plans of continuing this journey and keep coming up with content which hopefully would resonate with you and find some amazing speakers and shine their light bright so that listeners like yourself can also get inspired. And as we do that, we would really love to get your feedback and get your comments. So if the show has been teeny-weeny bit useful for you or anything that you've really enjoyed, uh, please do drop us a voicemail. I'll drop a link in our show notes or hit us on Instagram or Twitter at readoutingpod and let us know how you felt about the show. And this episode is a little bit different and special. We do not have a guest for you as we usually have, but Tiffany and I sit down and discuss how it has been celebrating Christmas in our childhood years, in our countries, and kind of compare notes on what it means to us now that we are in very different cultures. If you would like to hear, you know, how this Christmas season has been, feel free to stay and enjoy the show for the next few minutes. If not, I really hope that you relax yourself and ease into 2022 and go in with a new set of hopes, new set of resolutions, a new set of plans for yourself and for your families as well. And wish you a happy new year. Hey, Deep. How you doing over there? Hey, Tiffany. Happy, excited, relaxed. Uh, Sunday before Christmas. So, yeah. How do you guys celebrate Christmas? Did you celebrate Christmas growing up? Yeah. Well, India celebrates almost all festivals for all religions. you got all the major religions. And I remember my earliest memories of Christmas is... Oh, um, and Indians are like, we like to party. We take anyway. them all. Thing. Yeah, it was the holidays before that. So every <laughs> religion has its own holiday that adds up to about 30, 40 holidays in a year, just out of festivals. And my earliest memory has been getting a potted plant and decorating it. And any plant wasn't the Tannenbaum. Oh, so it didn't, it wasn't necessarily like an evergreen or like a tree. No, even. no. So like a it, tomato plant? Could have been. It <laughs> really? might have been the money plant uh, because I think <laughs> while we're decorating it, why not get some good vibes for the money at home? Money so, tree? The money tree mm-hmm. or money plant, we call it. Wait, is and that a real plant? It is a plant. Like, I just thought you were messing with me right now. No, we call it money plant. I was like, yeah, it, my family, we had a money tree too. <laughs> it's uh, in the backyard. No, it is a legit plant. It's called money plant. Well, Chinese money plant, of course. It has to come from Asia. We are big on mm. these things. If a plant brings in any extra free stuff, if it's bringing in health and money, bring it on. So money plant. 
Yeah, we would decorate that, put some confetti and little balloons. And I don't think none of the Christmas things that we know of from the Western world was there in India back then. Okay. And yes, we would invite friends of all religions and cultures. None of them were Christians and lots of music, Indian curry and fun. The usual stuff. Sounds awesome. Yeah, my imagination of Christmas has been definitely challenged for better after coming to Germany. I know what real Christmas is now. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. It's yeah, cold. Ger- no, Germany's not bad at Christmas. They're, they're pretty good at it. It's a pretty yeah. quintessential, the, the Christmas market and glue vine and the Christmas trees. Yeah. So last year we were supposed to go back to the States for Christmas, but <clears throat> COVID derailed those plans. So we're having a do-over, trying again. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, to be honest, the COVID forecast is not looking great. So let's see if it actually happens. But I feel a lot better about it this time. I'm like, you know what? We've done everything we can. If they let us on the plane, super. If the flight gets canceled, if for whatever reason, like we can't go like, okay. So be it. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Um, But I really, one thing I, so my, my mom is Christmas spirit. She is Christmas. And and it honestly, like, it was intimidating to me when I became a mom. I was always so stressed around the holidays because my mom just did it all. From the day after Thanksgiving, that's when the tree went up. All the decorations, all the little Christmas villages around the house, all the little snowmen, every right. hot chocolate, the cookies, the baking, the Christmas movies on, like, loop through the whole holiday season, always like Christmas music playing. I felt like I was living in real life elf. Yeah. And if you ask Olive, she's like, grandma does the best Christmas. Like everyone knows it. Like it's So no that's debate. a spirit coming live. Such a Hollywood depiction of that. Isn't that true? Oh my God. It is. It's exactly it. And also driving around in the car and with the foggy windows to go and see all the Christmas lights in the neighborhoods. I mean, if there's a Christmas activity, boom, we were doing it. Right. And my mom just loves Christmas and she's wonderful at it. And so naturally when I became a mom... I just carried all the guilt of not being Christmas spirit in physical form. So when we moved to Germany, I also like, they don't have the same type of selection here. Let's just say that. Remember Julia talking about Target and she fell in love with America because of Target? Yeah, of course. You have a section on Christmas pajamas, right? (laughs) Yes! Matching Christmas jammies. It permeates every piece of society and it's fun but so i got here and there just wasn't that same selection and the first year we got a real tree so like i have some really specific feelings about real trees i know they smell great i know everybody says that's like the authentic way to do it we never had a real tree and even as an adult like i've done it and i absolutely hate it I hate Mm. it. And especially living here now in Berlin, I feel pretty vindicated in it because I'm like, sustainably, it's it's a horrible practice. Seems pretty awful. Really, you cut down a tree, you bring it into your home. That's not the biggest reason I hate it. You also have to vacuum. Like the needles are everywhere. They're in your socks. They're stabbing you. I know that. You have to water (laughs) it every day like a dog. I don't have a pet. There's a reason. I don't know if I would 
could remember to keep it alive. I'm doing pretty good with <laughs> Olive and I. You don't need a pet. You also don't need a Christmas tree just just messing around, right? <laughs> no, I don't. And you have to plan and drag it here from like the outside and it's like icky and gross yeah. and cold out. No, it's just not for me. So this year... I just took all of the the guilt around like all the ways Christmas is supposed to be done. I just was like, ugh, not yeah. mine. I'm I'm not accepting this anymore. So I bought the fake tree and it got delivered to my house by my very lovely postman. I didn't have to try it all. It just showed up at my door. Right. And we put it together and I made the own bows and put all these decorations and all the lights on it. I was so excited because it's the first time I've done it. Last year, we had a 10-euro Ikea tree. And it was really, it was a Charlie Brown tree for anybody who knows. (laughs) It was really like a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. But we were supposed to go to the States. So I was like, Christmas is over there. I'm not doing it here. Here you go. Here's your tree. So I had a change of heart this year. And really wanted to embrace it. And I had a lot of fun doing the tree. And Olive came out and I was so excited to like unveil Christmas to her. She's going to have a, wow, my mom's the best at Christmas. You did that for her? I've seen the picture. Like It's it's amazing. I did a little bit for her. But honestly, I think it was a little bit for me because I just didn't feel the pressure over it this year. I did it just for fun. And I thought, wow, she's going to love this. Mm. So Olive walks out and I'm expecting Cindy Lou Who and she goes, wow, that's extra. <laughs> that's where my Christmas budget is going. <laughs> and I was like, instantly felt shame <laughs> because she's not wrong. Like she's mm. just not wrong. But a girlfriend of mine was helping me like design it. And yeah. she asked me, she said, and And doesn't it bring you so much joy? And it does. Deep. Every time I walk into this room and I see these twinkly little lights and all these bows and just like prettiness and no needles on my floor, like it does. It gives me joy. I I must say that (laughs) though I like the real deal. I love those real trees as well. But you've done Why? Because um, it smells good? Because I've sent sickles for that. I literally have sensicles hidden in the tree. Like, it smells like a real tree. I haven't smelled yours, but I've seen it. It looks real, and it's really nicely done, Tiffany. So I don't want to take that. And it's beautiful. It's really, really nice. I can also relate to that. <laughs> Am I being defensive now, about my tree? No, you shouldn't be, because <laughs> like, you should be proud of yourself. You. You've done an amazing <laughs> job. I have to say that if you have to do all this stuff again, walk the whole nine yards by self getting the tree, decorating it, cleaning it up, it gets hard. But my job is only mm-hmm. to buy the tree and clean it up every Christmas. That's all I do. Ah. And so I'm blessed. That's I, I have to admit, <laughs> I haven't been able to buy into this Christmas, even though I've stayed here for a while. And, and I question why. I didn't grow up with that, so it's hard for me to get accustomed mm. to it. It doesn't come out naturally for mm-hmm. me. And I mm-hmm. see Jacqueline having a little hard time convincing every time to go an extra mile on that. But I see it. Like, Janos and Jacqueline, they're so much into it. It's really the festivities have already started like a couple of weeks back. With the shoppings and baking cookies and getting the stuff out from the basement, getting it ready for the tree. We haven't bought the tree yet, but that'll happen. And I know when it's up and done, I really enjoy the process of watching them do it and they go the full spectrum. And I enjoy that. You're right. I completely love the experience of walking in. The lights are lit every day and it adds to the beautiful Mm -hmm. winter feeling here. 
I, I totally get it. Plastic tree is as good. Well, well done. And, and <laughs> it looks beautiful. You know what else I love about a Christmas tree is in January when it goes away. Yeah. I don't mean that cynically at all. I really yeah. love it. But then when January, it all comes down, everything's clean again. And you have this like open space. Fresh start. And yeah. yeah, that also feels so symbolic to me in January when you're thinking about resolutions and it's a new year and a fresh start. And yeah, it just so seamlessly like fits into that like calendar zone. Yeah. I love that as well. The only thing is in Berlin, there's only two days when you can dump your real Christmas tree on the streets and it'll be cleaned up. If you miss <laughs> those dates by point some... <laughs> for fake tree. <laughs> Let's hear it for fake tree. Woo! Yeah. So I got to put that in my calendar when you're going to throw that tree on the streets and they get cleaned it up. But no, I get it. And the fresh start in January is so important. <laughs> With that, Tiff, we are wrapping up this year on a high note. What an amazing year it has been, right? We've gone ahead Absolutely. with this podcast. We've met some amazing people. We've had some listeners who love us, I think. Yeah, deep. I met my first person who knew me only from the podcast. It was mm. somebody who knew you, but mm. I was like, wow, people are listening. She already knew a few about you and yes. she knew your story. Yeah. Yeah, she had a similar experience with driving the wrong direction as an immigrant in a different country. And I thought, wow, we really are all connected. So yeah. true. What has been your highlight of the year, Tiffany? And what are you grateful for this year? Uh, I'm struggling because I, I don't even know how to pick one. Mm. Coming off of COVID, we've just really found, I feel like, our groove and our place here. And we're going home for Christmas and we're very excited about that. But Olive said something to me that I think is probably all of those feelings summed up in one very real anecdote. Mm. And she said, Mom, I'm really excited to go home for Christmas. You know that, of course, like without a doubt, clearly. She said, but when we're gone, I'm going to miss some people. Mm. And that was so monumental because I realized, wait, me too. I'm going to miss like my colleagues. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss my best girlfriend here who's off in Poland celebrating Christmas right now. And to have people to miss and things that you have to come back to, I think that's the, the best thing that I can take out of this year. And the best thing I'm coming back to next year. Yeah. So much to be grateful for. And um, finally, you mm -hmm. call Berlin at home. That's a very clear sign that this is your home, <laughs> right? Crazy, huh? Wow. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the next year as well, continuing on this journey. And I hope that our listeners have a good break and they at least take some time for themselves, enjoying families and celebrating whatever mm -hmm. culture or religion you're from, whichever part of you in the world yeah. you're in. Have a good detox, have a good start to the next year yeah. and hoping that we get to be part of your journey as well next year. Yeah. Looking forward to coming back and kicking off 2022. 2022, that's a thing now? 20, oh God, it is. <laughs> You're so close. <laughs> All right. Have fun and All have right. a good holidays. Okay. We'll see you next year. See you next year. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> hey guys, we hope you're enjoying the show. If you haven't already, head over to reroutingpod.com and sign up for the newsletter. 
Subscribers receive exclusive updates from Deep and I and are the first to know when there's a new episode out. That's reroutingpod.com. Enter your email and we'll make sure you don't miss a thing. Thank you.